Welcome to Football Prodigy with me, Charlotte Fletcher, and my <clears throat> amateur mom. Hey, I'm not an amateur mom. I'm a professional mom. I'm not talking about your mothering skills. I'm talking about your football prowess. Well, okay. All right. Well, anyway, I'm Holly Fletcher, and enjoy our podcast. Hey, Charlotte. 2020 is almost over. Eh. Ready for 2021. I just... The thing that I don't understand is everyone is like, Oh, yay, 2020 is over. Everything's going to be fantastic right now. And I'm like, well, you do realize that tomorrow we will face the same problems we did all of 2020. So it's not really... 2021 is not going to be much different for the first six or so months. Well, We're maybe. still going to be in quarantine. Maybe, you know, I think it'll get better in maybe a few months. It'll get a little better. Okay, I know what you mean by that, but we won't go into it. <laughs> Fair. All right, well, um, football is still going, so that's a positive. Yeah, playoff time is almost here. It's crunch time for a lot of teams right now. Winner, win, a lot, in week 17, we have a lot of win, or we, like, win and get in. Um, games for a lot of teams, so. Um, well, can we start first by talking about how, on a college football note, how OU completely destroyed oh, yeah, Florida? Yeah. I forgot to put that in, but we'll just I think we should in. just briefly mention that OU, like, completely destroyed, like, there's a pit, a smoking pit of ash where the state of Florida used to be. <laughs> That's how badly destroyed Florida was. And can I just say mm. one thing that made it especially sweet mm. is that some Florida players and SEC fans were trashing Oklahoma beforehand and being all like, well, I'm sure they're fine for a Big 12 team, but they, you know, they can't compete with the SEC. And I'm like... Yeah. Not only can they can compete, but they can like completely dismantle your entire football program, including your Heisman <laughs> finalist quarterback, piece by piece on the field. Yep, and I think I didn't. I if out of if you gave me the like, I did not think that Spencer Rattler would be the would be the one to finally break the um, SEC bowl curse. But he was the one. Unfortunately, it was not in the playoffs, but he was the one. He broke the SEC bowl curse. And if you did not know, the past three years prior to this year, in bowl games, we've gotten, like, crushed by SEC teams every single year. Like, when Baker was there last year, we lost, like, a double. We lost to Georgia in double overtime. Well, but that was a close game. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, but it was crushing. It was crushing, but we didn't get... It wasn't embarrassing. But we still lost. Last year was embarrassing. We still lost. We still lost. Yeah. But then Kyle, when Kyler was there, like Alabama, we would have won had Alabama not outscored us like 28-0 to zero in the first quarter. Like they scored yeah, 28 points true. in the first quarter. But, I remember that. And and we lost. Yeah, I do remember that. That's too bad. And then last year and we just don't year, even want to talk about... Yeah, it was just... Complete embarrassing. Complete but anyway, we made up for this year, and I have to say, OU against LSU, so amazing. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on record now, yeah, before anyone now. else. Yeah, the University of Oklahoma Sooners are going to win the football college football championship next year. 
I agree. I agree. Like, Justin Fields is leaving. Trevor Lawrence is leaving. Mac Jones is leaving. So all the big, all the big boys are losing their quarterbacks. And so is Ian Book. So, and Kellen Mond. They're all leaving. So a lot of the top schools are now losing their quarterbacks to the draft. But we've got our a really talented young team coming yeah. back. They're almost all... We're losing a few. Creed Humphrey and yeah. Trey Brown. That'll and be a loss, yeah. Um, but we're getting back a lot of amazing players, including this McGowan kid. Oh, yeah. my gosh. He was outstanding. He's a freshman. Yeah, and Stevenson, I think. Stevenson, is- I think he's coming back. Yeah. I think he's only, like, a sophomore. Uh-huh. Anyway, it was a full... You know, offense, defense, full performance. Yeah, defense looked fantastic looked so against good. the top offense. Oh my like, gosh, three picks. Three picks in the first quarter. They did give up a lot of yards, but they only like gave up thirteen points when yeah. we when we stopped no, watching. Actually, they it was scored through. again after oh, okay. we went well, to bed. I think they 20, let them score though. Yeah, yeah. It was getting embarrassing. Yeah, defense. Defense played really well, and Grinch is their guy. And um, yeah, yeah, they're they, doing great. They're doing great, especially up front. Their secondary, I think, still um, needs work, even though they did have the three picks, which was fantastic. But I think that was also credited to Florida not having their wide receivers, but that's another point. But I like what I'm seeing up front, especially. They stuff the run game up, and it was very exciting. But anyways. Yeah, very exciting. Okay. You know, I was talking about the um, win, or get it, win and get in situations in Week 17, and one of the teams that is in that situation is the Arizona Cardinals, who lost on Saturday to Yikes. the 49ers with C.J. Beathard. Yeah, and they really shouldn't have lost that game. Doesn't Beathard sound like a caveman name, like C.J. Beathard? No, it sounds kind of Southern. Beathard. It doesn't sound caveman. It sounds like caveman or medieval. Beathard. Hmm, Okay. Interesting theory. All right. Anyway, they shouldn't have lost to Bethard. Bethard. So, but anyways, so, and Kyler, um, thankfully, he, he had a, um, a leg injury at the end of that game. That he took a sack when they were trying to make another Hail Mary happen, which it did not happen. They lost. But um, the, he took a sack. He had a leg injury. And thankfully, oh, no. Okay. Keep okay thankfully, he's going to be okay. Um, he's, he will play against the Rams, but, um, yeah, that was just an ugly game by the Cardinals. Like, that's what I don't understand about them. Like, some days they're just, like, so hot and they feel like they're unstoppable, and other days they're just, like, completely cold. Like, they just can't get anything going on offense, and, yeah. All right. Well, uh, sorry, I'm, I've been distracted because something weird happened with my computer, but I think I fixed it, and hopefully we didn't lose anything. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think we did. Like, it's still recording, even if it, we're not yeah, going with it. it seems thing. like it's all right, so. Bum, bum, bum. Anywho, um, yeah. So, yeah, they should have won, and Kyler, but Kyler's okay. And then who are they playing next week? They're playing the Rams. They're with, the Rams. with But the Rams get The La Rams. The La Rams. <laughs> So, inside joke, when yeah, Charlotte was little, yeah, not that little, you were like, you were first watching football, you were maybe like five. Yeah. And you could read, obviously. It was, I was like six, six. No, six yeah. seven. And she saw on the um, TV something about the LA Rams, and she said, 
Who is this La Rams <laughs> team? The La Rams. I thought they were like some Spanish team because like in, in, in Spanish, like La is like something. So I was like, La Rams. Like, is that some sort of Spanish team? And like, if so, then why aren't, are, why aren't there any other Spanish teams? Is it just them that they're a Spanish team? And then I was like, oh no, it's the LA Rams. Yes, well... Anyway, um, they're playing the... And what are their chances? Um, they, I think they have pretty good chances. The defense is still completely healthy, but get this. The Rams, Jared Goff is having thumb surgery, so the Rams are starting John Wolford. Who is that? Their backup quarterback. Um, what are, Do the Rams have any... Um, like, are they... If they need to... Are they have any chance to get in the playoffs or... What yeah, is, yeah. If they get in, then if so, they also need to win. Yeah, they need to win oh, to get so in. So they're gonna they're gonna be playing hard, huh? Yeah. Not like the Steelers, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Okay, but moving on, I just want to give a shout out to Alvin Kamara, who had a beast night against the um, against the Vikings on Christmas Day. He had six touchdowns. And, and what like, team is that? Saints Vikings. Oh that yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. He, he he was absolute. He was an absolute beast. He had six touchdowns, which was um, tied for the record. most in in a game in NFL history. Um, and um, yeah, he and he had like over one hundred yards um, um, at rushing. I'm, Merry Christmas. So he had a fantastic day on Christmas Day. Merry and he Christmas. and he had his red and green sneakers. To oh, his those too. were super fly. Yes. Yeah, he has his red and green. Yeah, those were really cool. Yeah, very festive. Here, let me get this exact. That was the key. Was the yes, sneakers? Yes, the sneakers had the key. Okay, yeah. let me get the exact stats. So, Alvin Kamara had six touchdowns for one hundred and fifty-five yards rushing. And, wow, and he had 17 yards receiving, so he had a fantastic... He was just a beast. He was all night. He was, he was dominant. on fire. On fire. Okay, now, unfortunately, Mom, we're going to have to discuss something that is not going to be very fun. Oh, are you going to talk about the Browns? No, and that is oh. the absolute dismantling that Tampon Bay did of the Lions. Oh, well, that's... They blew them out. 47 to 7. That's the Lions, though. And pulled all their starters at half. That's really... The Lions are really bad. Are yeah, they get this. The Lions were on their interim, interim head coach. Ooh. So, yeah. who's going to get... Did the Lions... Could the Lions get the first round draft pick? Oh, no. They're, the Jaguars actually clinched the first round draft pick oh. this week. So they have a worse ja- record than the Lions? Oh, yeah, they only have one win. Lions many, have four wins. They have four wins. Yeah. Oh, well, look at you, Lions. Yeah, but they're still really bad. They're, oh. they're sorry. I, I feel for all Detroit fans, the Lions are not good, and they've never been good, nor will they in the foreseeable future. Aww. So Didn't they have that amazing running back, like, in the 80s? Yeah, Barry Sanders. Yes. And then, they, and then they had Billy Sims, right? Yes, that was an OU player. Yeah, Barry Sanders and Billy Sims. They had both of them, and but, but they still, it. but they still sucked. Well, I guess you have to have more than just like a running back to have like a team. Yeah. They basically they ruined so many careers. They ruined Barry Sanders' career. Aww. They ruined Billy Sims' career. Aww. They ruined Calvin Johnson's career. Aww. They ruined Matt Stafford's career. Aww. So lines are just bad. They need someone to. They need Eric Bieniemy to come in there and turn things around. Who that Chiefs OC Eric Bieniemy for. Uh, and NFL GMs, if you're listening, 
They're you not, must. They're not listening. <laughs> they are listening, Mom. They have to be listening. That's okay. the only logical way. Okay. That, 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 yeah, they have to be listening. Okay. NFL GMs. Yeah. You must hire Eric Bieniemy. You will not regret it. Mark my words. You Maybe will not regret it. Maybe he doesn't want to be it. hired. Maybe he's happy where he oh, is. Oh no, he wants to be hired. He oh, wants to be well, hired. Well, then someone's gonna hire him because the Chiefs' offense is amazing. Exactly, and he should have been hired. Is he the hiring. play caller or is Andy Reid the play caller? He's the play caller. Well, then. Well, I think needs he and I think he and Andy Reid are both play callers. Well, how much of it though is they have Patrick Mahomes versus like their play calling? But, no, they have a really good creative scheme. And, uh, credit to Eric Bionami. Anyway, Eric Bionami will not let you down. He should have been hired last year. He, like, Cowboys should have hired, um, like, should have hired him over I'm Mike saying, McCarthy. They're not doing good. Yeah, Cow- Cowboys should have hired Eric Bionami over Mike McCarthy. End of story. That's my, I rest my case. I don't think anybody's going to argue with you. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <gasps> Fitzmagic. 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 It happened. He, Tua got benched, basically, in the game against the Raiders. And Ryan Fitzpatrick won them the game with he this did. incredible pass. Like, he got it was. his... He basically threw this complete, absolute dart downfield. While he was well, being tackled. Yeah, while a defender was, like, ripping his ripping neck his off. Ripping his helmet his, off. His neck, neck off, basically. Basically like, his whole head. Yeah. He's, he was being beheaded. Yeah, he was And being he, threw, he completed the pass. Yeah, like, his head <laughs> A deep went, pass. Yeah, his head was completely turned to the yeah. side, and he still heaved a pass downfield yeah. that was spot on. And then he and, put his head they, back on yeah. and continued to live. Yeah, and they won the game. And that was a face mask that should have been called, but... That was, Anyhow. like, again, that was a attempted beheading. Yeah, it was attempted was. beheading, yeah. yeah. It was it was incredible. And, the, and it was incredible, yeah. But the other thing on Fitzmagic, there's more to the story. So this happens, and then um, after the game, Brian Flores names two of the starter instead of Fitzmagic. Get out of here. But Just then... Out of wait. this room. There's the room, and I want you to get out! But it turns... It, it turns out that Tua would have started anyway because today Ryan Fitzpatrick tested positive for COVID. Oh, fine. And so now he will not play against the Buffalo Bills. Well, listen, COVID aside, which that is an unfortunate turn of events, and I hope yeah. he's okay. But COVID aside, if I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, I am outraged that they do not play Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic. Because... Like, why you have this amazing player who's, like, literally magical. He's, like, magic. Mm-hmm. The, his nickname includes magic. Yeah. And he is magical. Like a magic he, he is, like, a unicorn or something like that. Yeah. And they have a magical player. And then they're just like, oh, but that, that guy's young and cute. And he has a, and he's from, like, where is he from? Hawaii or somewhere? Hawaii. Yeah, he's from some island that's pretty. So we're going to put him in. And I'm like, no. If I'm a Dolphins fan, which I'm not, I really don't have a dog in this fight. I am outraged right now, and I am going to form a protest movement (laughs) until they bent Tua and put in Fitzmagic. Until Fitzmagic is not good anymore. Like, that's how it goes. You don't, like, get a new quarterback while your quarterback is already playing at a high level. You wait till the quarterback is... Not playing well anymore, and then you get a new quarterback. That's how it works, Charlotte. That's I, how it I, works. Does any is anyone 
Aaron Rodgers? Are they benching Aaron Rodgers? No. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers, that's a different thing. But anyways, Miami is another team that's in a, a win-and-in situation. They have really the turned things around this yeah, year. Yeah. It's quite stunning. Yeah, if they beat the Bills, they'll be in the playoffs. Can you imagine Ooh, that? But that's going to be hard. I don't think they're going to beat the Bills. Uh, well, the Bills might they might decide that they don't have much to play for, but I don't think they're going to be sitting any of Are their the starters. Are the Bills already so. in, for sure? Yeah, they're in for oh. sure, but they they might want that two seed is the thing. Oh, well, so, I don't know. I think Unless the Bills just don't care, I don't think they're going to beat the Bills. I agree. And also, last thing on Ryan Fitzpatrick, there's a lot of things to discuss around Ryan Fitzpatrick, but can I just say, this dude has a lot of kids. Like, we were watching... How many kids does he have? I don't know. I'll, I'll go look it up. But we were watching the game on Saturday, and, like, they were interviewing him after the game, and he, it was like, do you have any last words? Like, what? Do you, like any last thoughts? And he's like, you know, like, um, you guys, you the kids are probably all in bed, but I just want to say... Um, um, then he lists off, like, he, 500 yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say... Maybe they have double names. Like, Mary-Kate, John Edward, you know, Ryan, whatever... Yeah, he's like, no, he, no, he was, he was, he, yeah, no, he was like, okay, so he was like, he, he's like, he's like, to all my kids, Tate, Brady, Zoe, Maisie, Lucy, Jake, I love does you. Does he seriously have six kids? <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh he's like, and, my gosh. And Lil Jake, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I thought he was okay, going to stop it. Well, you know how I feel about people that have a million kids. It does change yeah. my opinion of him. He's still obviously a good football player, yeah. but he's obviously not right in the head. Or else he's, like, very, like, weirdly religious. I'm That's not- usually people that have, like, a million kids are crazy or, or like, really strangely religious. Yeah, it's true. Because I don't know why you would... There's no need in the year 2021 to have more than, like, three kids tops. Three I'm kids sorry, tops. I just went down... Okay, I'm... You went down a rabbit hole? Yeah, random related. No, so I was looking up Ryan Fitzpatrick Is kids. he Mormon or Catholic? I don't know. Or, like, maybe a member of some other cult? Even Delta. I'm not saying that Catholics are a cult, just so you know. But, you know, or Mormons either. I'm not saying they're cults. I'm just saying they tend to have a lot of kids. No, I'm just... No, I'm But pretty, cult people also tend to have a lot of kids. But, no, I just think a lot of NFL players have a lot of kids. Like, Philip Rivers has... More than six kids. I guess if you have that much money and you can hire, like, yeah. a staff. But still, yeah. like, what about the wife or whoever is having the kids? They're okay with it, evidently. They're the crazy ones. They're yeah, the exactly. insane ones. Because I don't... There is not enough money. If I had a kabillion dollars and could hire, like, a five-person staff for every kid that I had, like, <laughs> yeah. a full-time five-person staff for each child, yeah. I still would not have more than two kids. I agree. Like I would get more dogs is what I would do. Yeah, but anyway. I would have two kids and I would have like four dogs. Wow. And then I would get like a staff for each of the dogs and the kids. Wait, so, but I'll, I'm, I'm just going to say, so I, so I was looking up Ryan Fitzpatrick's kids and then I looked down at like, you know, and I saw that Dak Prescott was trending and I was like, well, what is happening? So, and then I was just scrolling oh, through. Oh, no, the Google. Yeah, and then I was just scrolling What's through. What's going on with Dak Prescott? I don't know, but I was just scrolling through um, top stories, and the second one was Logan Ryan, which is a um, Giants um, defensive back. Someone's setting off fireworks yeah. early. I'm not sure if you it's can hear 7 it. 7 p.m., people. 7. Yeah. 
I'm not sure if you can hear it. But anyways, Logan Ryan, which is a Cowboys, um, no, not Cowboys, Giants defensive back, sent Dak Prescott some books after season-ending injury. Some books? Some books. Like what kind of books? You know, just like some books to read. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, does Dak like to read? Well, I assume so. Like, he used to read some books, you know? That's that's nice. Some books like Baker sending Miles Garrett poetry. Like okay, if Dak books. likes to read. As long as it's not like that. I hate it when people give you books that they think you need to read because yeah. they're like self-help books. Yeah. And then you're like, or like, you know, again, some like they have an agenda type book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, man. No, no. Yeah. That's not a thoughtful gift. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, we we should we've gotten way off topic and way we, off topic. I know. <laughs> we, we we should move on to that's Ryan Fitzmagic. The fact that he has like a million kids also that's kind of magical, but in a in a scary way. I'm not. I don't. Again, I don't endorse having a lot of kids, but you know, like being able to have that many kids without going insane. That's that's some kind of magic. <laughs> yeah, his poor wife. But anyways, um. Browns, Jets. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord in heaven. We're just going to stop right now and say a little prayer for me. Because, oh, because uh, it's, it did it again. But I, I, we're continuing. We're, we're, that was very sad. But let me just, I'm just going to say right here, because I know you're going to go off on Baker. Because that's what you do. You don't know let what I'm going to do. Let me just say, Baker Mayfield, my son... Uh, lost his in- the entire wide receiving core. Like, not even... He didn't even have, like, the backups. Like, everybody's gone. Like, though everybody's gone. Like, the night before this game, they, like, literally... I read on Twitter, so you know it's true, that, that Kevin Stefanski... They literally went over the game plan in the parking lot of the stadium. Yeah, with the practice squad. Before the game, Okay. So, Baker had a rough game. He The fumbles were really not good, but he was yeah. really thrown off by this. And, you know, and then they couldn't, as you pointed out very astutely during the game, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt couldn't get going. Yeah, because they had no blockers. Like, the, half the offensive line was out on their tight yep. ends. Were, yep, they yep. couldn't do their three tight end sets because they didn't have anyone to line up at wide receiver if they did that. They'd have to just put their practice squad thing, but then like if the if the but then if the Jets would be like they would see the practice squad wide receivers lined up on the outside and they'd see the three tight end set and they'd be like oh they're running it it's it's obvious so they didn't have good blockers so yeah, yeah. and also I think um, Miles Garrett um, who's the key to the defense he did have one sack yeah. but he's still not. 100%. Yeah, he, He's still recovering. Yeah. He was really hit hard. Yeah, let this go to show you that it doesn't matter how fit you are, you can still be affected by... Like, you can still have symptoms. Like, Miles Garrett is probably... Is possibly... Actually, probably the most fit person who has ever lived. Who has ever lived? Like, see e- the cover of ESPN Body if you're not convinced. Like, like he he's a statue. Yeah, this he's dude not is not even a real person. I know this dude is jacked. Okay, someone and he's, like carved him out of stone. Exactly, this dude is jacked, and he's in his twenties, and he still had like every 25. yeah, he's twenty five, and he's jacked, and he still had like every symptom known to mankind. He was, he was really laid out. Yeah, he like he like lost. He he had like all trouble. of the symptoms, and yeah. he still is like in so breathless. he's getting back, but he's you know he was laid out, and so he's recovering. Yeah. So I just 
I asked mom. I don't want to hear any Baker hate from anybody out there. Okay, because, I won't do it today. Because this was not his fault. All right, I just won't. But can I just say? Yeah. You know when he's, you said he's out of breath? Yeah. Breathless. All right. So everything really comes back to Hamilton lyrics yes. with her, and which is, you know, this is going on like six months of this. So, and we're in quarantine. Yeah. We don't go many places or see many people. Some of it is funny. Like Grinch and, is uh, like Grinch is like I will never be satisfied. Like yeah. I bet he screamed at them after the bowl anyway, game. I've, all the jokes have been heard um, by now. Oh no! Then, there's more coming, Mom. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I don't want to hear any more Baker hate. Of course, after the game, Baker was incredibly hard on himself. Yeah. He blamed himself for the loss. Which I mean, that's fair to a point, but. But it really um, was not their fault, and so hopefully they're going to beat the Steelers, and this is going to be an epic rematch because Mason Rudolph is starting Mason Rudolph who let's flash back to a year ago yeah Mason Rudolph uh Miles okay use the n-word is what Miles Garrett says so I'm gonna go with him because no I heard I don't like Mason okay no I heard okay so I heard from I didn't I don't know exactly what he said but apparently so Marcellus Wiley who is um speak for yourself um co-host um, he, 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 apparently he, he knows, he, you know, he, he's a, he's a former player, so he knows, you know, he knows stuff. He's got, he's very con- well connected. So, um, in the NFL. So he, he knows, he said he knows what Mason Rudolph said and it, it wasn't the N word, but it was something. It was not good. Yeah, it was not good. It and then said, of course, Miles Garrett like beat him in the head with a helmet, which, yeah. which is not, you don't do that. I mean, can we, and then he was suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah. And Mason so Rudolph was that. not suspended, which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. ridiculous. So anyway, so this is going to be epic because Mason Rudolph, I don't think there's any love lost between Miles Garrett and Jay, and uh, Mason Rudolph almost yeah. said Mason Ru- Rudolph. Yeah, Miles Garrett is going to be a man on a mission in yeah. this one. He's I hope gonna... he takes him down. I hope it. I hope his hatred like conquers any remnants of COVID in his yeah. system, mm-hmm. and he just like pounds that dude. Yeah, yeah. And but this time, like, if Mason Rudolph like says the thing again, or like says the taunts n-word at all. or taunts him at all like he he can't react he has no. to he has to learn from last time and be like don't react don't react don't i think react. he has learned yeah because and also that was so uncharacteristic for him it was so dude is like a poetry reading yeah. like dog loving yeah he's such a good dude and he's like the man of the year nominee this year as well yes so that it was completely uncharacteristic for him, it which is weird. why. And so, and I obviously believe that he did say something, uh, or at least he thought he heard something. Yeah, he he thought he heard something. But Mason Rudolph's a punk. I'm sure he said something. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm almost confident he said something. If not the N word, it was something else bad. Yeah, and um, so I um, so I um, I, so I yeah, I would um. It's yeah, be good. Be and of course we game. don't get it on TV because yeah, we live in Washington. Yeah. The worst, the absolute worst market I think you can live in. Yeah. You get like the Ravens annihilating every single team. Um and then you get the, the WTF. WTF. Which, you know. Who, who, by the way, are starting Taylor Heineke. Not Heineken, Heineke. Oh, they released Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, they released Dwayne that? Haskins. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot to talk about that. Well, that's okay. We can talk about it right now okay. real quick. 
Yeah, so the WTF, like, Dwayne Haskins, way to blow a, an opportunity, dude. Yeah. Because by all accounts, it wasn't just his playing, it was his, his work ethic. Yeah. Pete, and his attitude. And his off-the-field issues as well. Like, he was, like, like violating COVID protocol, going to strip clubs and all that. Oh, Lord. Really? Yeah. Dude, you're given an opportunity, you're given, like, a kabillion dollars. Like, you don't blow that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, well, he did. Do you think anyone's gonna sign him? Well, I mean, no one claimed him off of waivers, so he's a free agent now. Mm. Well, but what I'm saying, I think I feel like, like this is the prime example. Like some people, like Josh Rosen, are just they just their play does not translate to the NFL, and they're busts. But like, and also he had some bad luck too. Yeah, you gotta bust. have some luck. Yeah. You gotta have and some they're, luck. They're just bust. But then there's, like, another level of bust where, like, not only are you bad on the field, but you have off-the-field issues as well. And I'm talking, like, the Ryan Leafs, the Jamarcus Russells. Like, that's not a good name to have your... Johnny Manziel. And the Johnny Manziels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's not a good um, company to keep for Dwayne Haskins. So I feel like... This is a very true bust. Like, this is probably one of the worst busts you can have. And he and I think this should go to as a reminder to all college players. You Just because you're a junior and you're good enough to go in the NFL does not mean you should. Because it true. might end up... Good. Good advice from be, Charlotte. Listen to the Charlotte. Yeah, because that's what Dwayne Haskins did. He, had a, he played one year in college. He had a fantastic junior year. In fact, I'm not sure he was even a junior, but I think he was like a redshirt sophomore. Or a redshirt... Um, he was a redshirt um, um, sophomore, so he was, like, technically a junior, but, like... Yeah, should have stayed, stayed and grown up a little bit. Redshirt junior, so he, he could have played, like, two more years, I think, but instead he chose to forego both those years to go to the NFL, yeah. even though he only played one year in college, and he obviously was not ready, both from an emotional and play playing not standpoint. Ready. So I would say to all college players, if you're a junior and you know you're good enough to go in the draft, just and it out. then no, not always, just not always, mom. Okay. But if you're a junior and you know you're good enough to go in the draft, I would tell you, I would give you this advice: do a self evaluation. Like, really think, am I ready for this? Am I ready from an emotional standpoint and a maturity ask standpoint? Ask the people around you. Ask the, yeah. the adults in your life. Yes, ask your coaches. The responsible you, adults. Yeah, ask your coaches, do you think I'm ready from a maturity standpoint and a playing standpoint? And once you're sure that you're ready, if you're a junior and you've evaluated yourself and your coaches, you've asked coaches for advice and they're like, I think you're ready from a maturity and play standpoint, then go. But... I feel like you should, like, it, it shouldn't be like a, oh, I'm, I'm just going to go because I'm good enough and I'm a junior. Like, I think you should really evaluate whether and that's Charlotte be good for you. Charlotte has just demonstrated a level of maturity um, in her advice that Dwayne Haskins <laughs> does not have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I there think you the, go. this should go for a lesson to all college players yes. who and are thinking all, about coming out early. All young people, there are 12-year-olds with more maturity than many adults. <laughs> Yeah. So. Okay, well, now we're going to talk about another thing you probably won't like because you never like when I bring this up. But shout out to Justin Herbert. He broke Baker's um, 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 single season um, passing touchdowns by a rookie um, against the Broncos. Whatever. Congrats to him. Congrats. Congrats, Justin and Herbert. Your new proud. haircut sucks. <laughs> Hey, well, you, he made you go against your your uh, original. Yes, he looked better with long, longer-ish hair. It wasn't terribly long. It was just longer-ish. 
Yeah. But um, generally, that's because it obscured his face more. Yeah. And he his face is just okay. Well, hey, he have some sympathy sympathy for the dude. He's got acne like us. Oh, so. believe me, I have sympathy for the acne. Yeah. But that's not. The, I have a I have a nice face despite the acne, and so do you. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're, we're happy for Justin Herbert, and I I think he's really, like, everyone was like, oh, it's going to be, like, Burrow and Tua are going to be the headliners of this class. Justin Herbert, well, Burrow eh. was great until he got... Yeah, he was great until he got injured. Don't get me wrong. Burrow was great. Tua has been okay so far. He hasn't been fantastic, but he also hasn't been, like, But I think horrible. you called this. You were always big on, high on Justin Herbert. No, weren't you high on Justin Herbert? No, I don't know enough about Justin Herbert to be high on Justin Herbert. No, when we did our first thing about valuing the QB class, you I put... just picked him to be different, to be something. <laughs> I didn't know anything about him. Nah, I think Justin Herbert, it was like, oh, well, he... There's, like, stuff on our bed. <laughs> well, there's always stuff on your bed, Mom. Okay. He, he, he He's just like, he, he he's just like, oh, well, we're not sure. Like, we know these two guys. Like, if Tua can stay healthy, he'll be friend, fantastic. If Burrow can stay healthy, he'll be fantastic. No, I was low on... I've always been low on Tua. Yeah. And, well, most people. I mean, not, not you, but most people. But, and then Justin Herbert was like, oh, well, well, maybe he'll turn out. But I don't think he's in the same tier as those two guys. But then what does he do? He goes out and has a phenomenal season despite, in fact, he broke Baker's record in less games in less games than it took Baker to. Really? Because, you know, Baker did yeah. not play that whole season. Oh, I guess, I, yeah, I guess Herbert sat out too for the first couple games as well. Okay. So I, I suppose that that's a valid point, but they um they um Justin Herbert he came in against the Chiefs he wasn't even expecting to start because like the the train Tyrod Taylor was supposed to start but then like the training staff wow and Tyrod Taylor was also Baker's veteran quarterback oh. wow Tyrod Taylor's the way to go if you're a rookie apparently yeah Tyrod Taylor's a yeah, he's just like the Bridger quarterback, basically. Yeah. He's the ultimate Bridger quarterback. Yeah, he's so, probably a good mentor. Yeah, but so anyways, but the, the, so anyways, so he comes in, he's not even expecting to start. He has a great game against the Chiefs, and he has a great rookie season. Shout out to Justin Herbert for defying everyone's expectations, and yeah. Although, I, I have some questions on your decision making in, in terms of haircuts. I, so. well... Anyway, yeah. it's not worth getting him to. Yeah, no, it's not. But um, next up, Eagles Cowboys. Jalen Hurts had a <gasps> Jaylen, fantastic game. I thought he had a good game, even though they okay, lost. Okay, okay. I ha- I've been watching all the analysts on TV being like, "Oh, well, he had he had four he had three turnovers in the fourth quarter. You can, you got to be good when it comes crunch time." I'm like, okay. Everything needs context, all right? Context is very very it's important. Very important. Context is very important, so let me provide some context for those three turnovers. The first one, the fumble, that one should not have been called. That was a horrible call, should not have been a fumble. Okay, um, the two picks, those were both like they, well, the first one, he had like two guys in his face. He was like rolling out of the pocket. He had two guys in his face, and they were like, and they, they weren't going to win the game at that point. So he was trying to force some, force the ball to make it happen. Same thing with the second one. He was intentionally trying to force the ball um, because he was just trying to make something happen because they were going to lose anyway. So I just feel like, I feel like it's easy to look at the turnovers without context and be like, oh, well, he was the reason they lost the game. He no. lost them the game. 
And that was not true at all. You know who lost them the game? The defense. Marcus Jaquette and Fletcher Cox um, getting injured. The defense was horrible. The defense was and horrible. And the O-line was okay at the beginning, but then they really lost steam, and, like, Jalen was, like, running on every single freaking play because they couldn't protect him. But he looked – I thought he played well. Were the analysts saying he that he played very well? well? Yeah, I think he played well. I think or the, Were they saying that he played well? Were others agreeing with us? No, it wasn't really – they weren't saying he played well, but they weren't saying he played bad either. Like he was like, oh, they were good. He was good for a rookie, you know. Okay. Well, so I. That's not going to be good enough for Jalen. Yeah, Jalen is another one of those guys who was like, I will never be satisfied. That's good. That's good way to be if you want to be excellent. He, no, he's never satisfied. He's like he's basically a hard worker. He has to like even he basically like after he the only way to satisfy him is if you win it if he wins a Super Bowl and then after he wins a Super Bowl he's like no I want six more then I'll be satisfied and then after he wins six more he's like I want ten more etc etc etc. So the um so it, it like the so I think Jalen has been like Jalen Jalen is the future of the Philadelphia Eagles. I will say it right now. I will go on record and say right now that Jalen Hurts is the future of the Philadelphia Eagles, and I he's you 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 guys got to trust me on this. I don't have all the crazy statistics to prove this, but. Just a gut feeling. Yeah, I have this gut feeling. Jalen Hurts is going to be something special, okay? Like, he's going to be special. Wow. And I, That's and, how I felt about Baker. And I... And he still I, could be very special. Yeah, and I know it because Jalen, I watched this... I watched this um, man, he get benched in the national championship for Tua. And by the way, Jalen Hurts handled his benching um, in college when he was just a kid better than Carson Wentz has handled his benching oh, in the NFL real, as an adult. Just kind of a... You know, pooey head. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jalen Hurts was already... There's an argument to be made that Jalen Hurts was already more mature than Carson Wentz He's is now. He's very mature and... In college. We're really... He is a work... Yeah. ...horse. He yes. has a work ethic. Like, yeah. nobody's biz. Exactly. So, I watched him get benched in the national championship for Tua. I watched Tua win that game. I watched him stay at Alabama the year after. He could have transferred then, but he did not transfer. He stayed at Alabama as a backup. After after the next season, I watched him come into the SEC championship and win the game versus Georgia mm-hmm. for Alabama. I watched him transfer over to OU and like have the best season of his career and win the Big 12 championship. And I watched him come in for Carson Wentz and be better than anyone expected. So, trust me, this this kid is going to be special, and I am calling it right now so that I have the... I can be like, I told you so, Emmanuel Acho. He's, he's only going to get better. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's going to be he's gonna be good. Carson Wentz better, you know, start planning his yeah, relocation yeah. or retirement. Yeah, he should. Yeah, he should. He, I bet his retirement, he's going to have like... Um, How old is he? Like, I don't know, he's like 20... 20. Ooh, he's young. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Maybe he should. He and Josh Rosen could like be neighbors somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and they could. They, they could have a like a little retirement village yeah. for thirty year olds. <laughs> That'd be funny. Like a retirement village for thirty year olds. That'd be yeah. a funny show. Yeah, and Carson once could have a could have like a. To, could have like a, a a thing for kids where it's like come see print the Prince Harry look alike 
Like the like he could he could he, he could be could, a bodyguard. Yeah, he could be a bodyguard. Body double for Prince Harry. Yeah, he could be a body double for Prince Harry. It's a possible career. <laughs> yeah, he could do that. Um, so, but he would have to like I've noticed the only difference between them like they look exactly the same except Prince Harry has a bit more hair atop his head than mm-hmm. Carson Wentz does. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz got to grow his hair out up there and then he'll look exactly like Prince Harry. Also, I think Carson Wentz is a little bit. Beefier. Beefier, yeah. He has to, he has to, um, has I, to, I, like, I bet he'll lose, I bet he'll, stop going to the gym yeah, so much. Yeah, I, I bet he'll, um, lose some bulk. Debulk, debulk. Debulk. <laughs> debulk. That's like a French verb. Debulk. <laughs> Carsten Wentz will debulk. <laughs> Control. Okay. <laughs> Cover for me, mom. Okay. Cover for me. I. I'm, so anyway, I'm... I. You know, I think that would actually be a good show. Is to have like a retirement village for like flamed out NFL players. Yeah, and like and like, like, like you know Europe, Johnny. They Man, have some money. They can, like Sam Bradford and yeah. Johnny Menzel and yeah, they can all Russell live in like, this little retirement village. <laughs> yeah. In the in like Florida or somewhere. Yeah. That would be funny. That'd be very funny. <laughs> I would watch that show. But anyways, the Cowboys, they win this game, and they now have a chance, assuming Washington loses with Taylor Heineke to the to the Eagles. Assuming oh, the Eagles beat the WTF, then the Cow- if the Cowboys beat the Giants, then they would go to the playoffs. Okay, so really? The yeah. Eagles got to... No, the Eagles, the Eagles can't go to the playoffs. The oh. Cowboys, Giants, and WTF can go to the playoffs, oh, well, but not the Well, who are we rooting for between the three of those? Well, who do we want to go to the playoffs? Probably WTF. No, probably Cowboys. Why? Because they have CD. Oh. And Neville Gallimore. That's right. That's right. You know, we I... We owe you guys. I feel like, yeah, you're right. Okay, we'll root for the Cowboys. I mean, you know who Dad's rooting for, but that doesn't mean we have to root for WTF. Yeah, well, I do like Alex Smith. That'd be a good story. Yeah, well, Alex Smith ain't playing, so... Oh, well. He could, he's not... Is he out for the season? I don't know. They think he might return in the game versus the Eagles, but it's most likely going to be Taylor Heineke. I don't know who that kid is, but yeah, I, I, in fact, most people mistake his name. I felt me, yeah, me, yeah, me and Emmanuel Acho, we both, we both, we were like Taylor Heineken, and we we're just like, oh wait, no, it's Heineke, no, it's it's Heine, it's Heineke, not all right, Heineken. Heineke's probably not gonna win. Okay, so. we're gonna end this show with a good old meme. Oh. The Bill Belichick meme. Oh, the Bill Belichick meme. That was funny. So, if you... Talk about sore losers. Yeah, I know. If you guys did not know, the Bill Belichick at the end of the game versus the Bills, they were getting blown out, like, a lot. They were getting a big blowout, and he was, like, on the phone with someone, and he was done talking to them, and he, like, threw the phone. He, like, threw the phone at the stands. It was hilarious. You have to search up that gif. Sore like, loser. Like, search up Bill Belichick phone toss gif. You he will not, not regret he it. He's not used to losing, I guess. Well, he's... Yeah. And, and and the Patriots are not going to the playoffs for the first time since I was born, Mom. That is very... That's a good thing. I know. I For the first time in my life, the Patriots will not be in the playoffs. Wonderful. I know. I love it. I'm loving it. All right. Well, um, do we have any good bowl games? That I, I think I'm done. I'm not. The college we're, bowl we're, game scene is, and I don't like how everybody's opting out. And I'm really, who are you rooting for of the top four? Oh, I'm rooting for, you know what? 
No. Not Alabama. Okay, not obviously. Alabama. I don't I'm want Clemson. Sick of Clemson. I'm but sick of Clemson. I, I'm I, I'm conflicted here because I don't like. I'm sick of Alabama. I'm sick of Clemson. I we don't like Ohio State. Well, I like Justin Fields and Trey Sermon, but I like. Well, you know Trey Sermon. We yeah. have to root for Trey Sermon. Yeah, but Ohio State just no. We have some bad history with Ohio well, State. Well, I don't like Notre Dame. I basically and, we don't like any of these people. Yeah, Notre Dame. I'm conflicted on because on the other hand, that's like on the one hand that's where Amy Christina Barcelona who lives in our neighborhood that's where she's from she was an alt professor there and it's like a conservative school and I don't like that it's not that conservative really yeah I mean no it is but on the other hand like that's like Pete Buttigieg's place like Pete Buttigieg yeah his parents are professors we're professors there too yeah Pete Buttigieg is a Notre Dame guy so I like so I'm I have mixed emotions on Notre Dame and I have mixed emotions on Ohio State, and I do not. I'm not rooting for Clemson in Alabama. I'm gonna go with Ohio State because of our man Trey Sermon, who we were very sad to leave see leave Oklahoma. Personally, mm-hmm. I, I'm rooting for Notre Dame versus Alabama and Clemson versus Ohio State. And if they both win, I don't know who I'm rooting for in the national They're championship. They're probably gonna win. It's gonna be super boring, and it's and probably gonna, gonna be win. like the good old classic Alabama and I'm Clemson. So they should ban Alabama just for winning too much. <laughs> kind of like Oprah. You know, see, they should take a lesson from Oprah. You know how Oprah, mm-hmm. when she had her show, you don't know this, but because it's before oh. you're born, but when she had her show on daytime television. She won so many Emmys. She basically won the daytime um, talk show Emmy every single year to the point where she took her name out of the running. Oh, I see. Because she had just won so much and she felt like that was a, it was, you know, it was not fair. And so Mm -hmm. she took her name out of the running and I'm thinking maybe Alabama should do that. Be like, mm-hmm. we've just won too much. Well, you know Nick Saban is too evil to do that. Well, of course they're not going to do that. I'm joking. It's a joke. But, joke? Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, but Nick Saban is too evil and his acting is bad, even if you wanted to oh, fake his it. his acting is so bad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what? Companies, if you're listening. Affleck, all of the companies. Affleck has hired him. Why would you hire him? He has zero acting talent. He has zero personality. Men, you do yeah. not need that in your commercials. I'm a better actor than Nick Saban is, of guys. Of course you Come are. On. Everybody is. Chilo is a better actor than <laughs> Nick Saban. They should hire Chilo. <laughs> yeah. But Affleck, Even Kyler's getting better. Yeah, exactly. Kyler is developing a little bit yeah. as an actor on the commercials. Yeah. He's no Baker. He's no Baker. But, but uh, and even Baker probably needs to do less commercials. No, Baker is amazing in commercials. He he, he, can he needs to focus on football. He can do both. He can do it. How long actually, do you think it takes to shoot a commercial? Actually, though, he's probably going to need the commercials because he might got might not get paid a lot by right. the Browns. Right. <laughs> so that are, might be his only form of money. You need to shut up. But also. <laughs> He's very good in the commercials. It doesn't take that much time to do the commercials. Yeah, he can be... He should continue to do the commercials. I enjoy them. Yeah, he can be an actor if his NFL career doesn't work out. Shut up! (laughs) You're going to get smacked. Okay, we're going to say bye now. On that note... going downhill. We're we're, we're trying not to escalate... Happy New Year! Happy New Year! We have to do our bye. Okay. Bye! I like that one. I like that one better. Harmonize with me. Bye. Bye.